Well, hello again. I'm Dr. Shante Haynes with Heart to Heart Truth Ministries, and this is your truth for the week. Oh, we've been asking some of those tough questions, and today the question is, why are so many leaving the church? Why are so many leaving the church? Well, the simple answer could be culture. Satan is on his job. He is doing his J-O-B. He is tempting people left and right, and they are leaving. They're leaving relationships. They're walking out the doors. They're turning their backs. They're not worshiping anymore. They're not giving him praise. They're not even acknowledging God. They're sitting on their butts on Sundays. They're at the beach on Sundays. They're playing basketball. They're playing football. They're doing everything other than acknowledging the fact that if God did not give them the breath in their body, hmm, where would they be? The job wouldn't be there. The sports, the fun would not be there. And believe me, I enjoy all of those things, but in their rightful place at the rightful time, still give God number one spot. But yes, culture. There's some relaxed standards. We see it every day. They're trying to desensitize us with the movies that they're showing, um, the, per the perverted nature that we're seeing every time you turn around, things that go against God's principles. That's in our face and we're desensitized. That's another reason. The pull from society, the pull from the peers, the pull from our friends, and sometimes it's on us. In Luke, the 22nd chapter and the 40th verse, we say, pray that we will not enter into temptation. We need to pray. There's another reason why they're being pulled by culture because they're not praying and maybe we're not praying for them. In 2 Peter, the second chapter and the ninth verse, we also find the fact that the Lord knows how to deliver those that are godly from all temptation. Well, if he knows how to deliver us, then we need to make sure we are godly. But that realization that culture can be pulling people, and that's a big reason. But there's a second part that I really want us to pay attention to, and that's the church. Inside the church, we sometimes have leaders that have misused or abused those who were in the church. Those that are in authority have lauded over individuals, forcing them, making them feel responsible for things that they did not, even though they're volunteers. We need to treat people right, and we need to change the way we treat people. In Romans, the 13th chapter, in the first verse, it tells us, yes, we're supposed to be subject to the higher authority, but knowing and recognizing that all authority is ordained by God. There's, we're still answering to God. No one is without someone above them. God is above all. So I'm going to move to this other point about the church, not only the leaders being misusing and abusing them, but sometimes we have some pharisaical attitudes. That's right. I said it. The actions that we do are legalistic. We're trying to make people conform to our preferences and not necessarily God's principles. That's a, a problem, especially if they are new. They're just coming into the faith. They're new brothers and sisters in Christ. They're babes. They have no clue what's in the Bible. But unfortunately, some are sitting in high places in leadership positions and they don't know either. Don't get me on my soapbox here. We all need to be prepared, especially if we're going to lead. James, the third chapter in the first verse, it says, desire not to be many masters for you will have a stricter condemnation. You're held responsible for everything that you've done. However, from the parking lot to the pulpit, we are responsible for how we treat people when they come in. 
We want them to feel invited. Should they be uncomfortable? Sure, if they're living in sin, they need to be uncomfortable with that. But there is a way to say what we need to say. And we're not high and mighty above them, lest we forget that we too were born in sin and shaping in iniquity. And we had to ask for forgiveness as well. Lack of preparation is key. Lack of study. Some of us, some that are in leadership have called themselves into leadership. God didn't call you and he doesn't have to stand behind you. But if you're following the blind, the Bible says the blind lead the blind and both go into a ditch. So if you are recognizing blindness, that they don't know what's in the word, then you need to turn and you need to leave for sure. Quick, fast and in a hurry. Another reason is we're not answering those tough questions. We're not addressing the issues that are in society. We're not saying, thus saith the Lord, because some of us don't even know what he said. And sometimes we don't even put it up in light of God's character. How would Jesus respond to this? What would he do? So here's the thing. Yes, Satan is always going to be on his job and there's going to be that temptation to pull people out of the church. But if we want to keep them as best as possible, as many as possible, we have to root them and ground them in biblical literacy. That means that we need to be biblically literate first. Those that are leading, those that are influencing need to have a strong foundation of the word, of biblical principles. They need to require biblical literacy of every single leader that's on their staff. Go to Bible college. Too many opportunities are available. Christian universities are have empty seats because you won't sit in them because you think somebody else is going to know more than you. Come get the knowledge. And when you get the knowledge, share that word for word from the Bible with the people in the pew. And if they ask you a question that you cannot answer, say, I don't know, but I'm going to go find out for you and go research it. None of us know everything that's in the Bible, but we know how to study and we know how to go find it. And we know how to put it up in the light of God's character and what he would do. Not only do we need to get ourselves straight, but we need to also listen to the people, listen to their concerns, their questions and get them the answers that they need. This is Dr. Shate Haynes with Heart to Heart Truth Ministries, giving you your truth for the week. I'm here to help you put feet to your faith so that you can walk victoriously. Have a fantastic rest of your week. Hi, thanks for listening and watching. And if you enjoyed what you've seen, make sure you subscribe, like, and share. And hit that notification button so you'll know the next time there's a new episode. Listen, as a result of my coaching program, my clients have experienced a calming of the emotional roller coaster. They have a compelling future, as well as the confidence and the know-how to achieve it. And they have clarity on the financial tools that they need in order to live life on their terms and save tens of thousands of dollars. I'm looking for women who are devastated by the double deeds, divorce, or death who want to gain confidence to live life on their terms with peace and financial security. My question is, who do you know? Have them go ahead and book a call with me so that we can get to that compelling future. My heart may be broke, but your bank account doesn't have to be.
find us online at h the number two h truth.org. At Heart to Heart Truth Ministries, we're helping believers live an abundant life based on God's word, standing on his promises, walking out his principles, sharing with God's people, serving as unto the Lord.